Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out. We are live on Facebook today on my page, Bonnie Bonadeo. Um, And I love and appreciate all of you guys that have been following me on Facebook. Um, And I love and appreciate all of you that have been staying consistent with me on on air and live with me. Thank you so much for participating in the show as we're kind of bringing our show to an end for the year. We've got some exciting things coming in 2019, so I can't wait to share those with you. I got a new look, a new brand, and some new opportunities. So if you're interested in being a guest, certainly reach out to me. Um, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, I would love to get a referral. And of course, if you're that beauty company that is trying to figure out how to connect with 50,000 beauty consumers, I have some sponsorship and advertising packages that I know you will like and appreciate and um, have a lot of creativity and flexibility to be able to help you gain some new business out of it as well. So with that, We're going to have, we're in our relationship series month. So last week we talked about the relationship with a significant other. It was specific to women and some of the challenges that they're faced with um, in finding the right man. So if you didn't hear that, you can always go back into my podcast and archives to be able to listen to that one. Uh, Today we're having a beautiful conversation about money with my guest Marlene Elizabeth. So stay tuned for that. It's coming, it's coming. And I'm very excited because Marlene has been Um, an amazing coach and mentor to me, uh, and certainly somebody that has helped me to really see see a different and feel a different conversation with money. And uh, and you'll hear my story as we kind of progress through the show and everything, so I don't want to take that away from from her introduction as well. Um, And I just, I, I want you guys to have and hear this conversation truly from a place of love and your heart, because I know that a lot of times we think of money in ways that makes us anxious um, and uncomfortable. So we're going to, we're going to have a very loving money conversation today. Um, And then be sure to join us for the next two sessions. Next week, I am doing uh, my own show and we're going to be talking about the beautiful relationship with you and how to be able to make sure that you're going into the new year without the baggage Without the disappointments, without the, you know, things that haven't been healed properly and so that you can start your year off and have an amazing, successful year. And then we're going to finish out the month with the relationship with your health, nutrition and diets. Um, And we have a a great guest, um, Felicia Stoller, that's going to be able to uh, uh, help us to be able to say, all right, we're going to be healthy in the new year as well. So. Uh, I'm glad that you're joining us for Relationship Month here in December. So back to Miss Marlene. So not only is she a uh, podcaster herself, and she is also a co-author with me on the book that we just launched, which was uh, Empowering You and Transforming Lives. Um, But she's also a certified money coach, and she was my certified money coach. And she's a mamapreneur, and I love that expression because we can never neglect the fact that who we are is nurturing women and mothers from the very beginning. So, uh, Marlene, thanks for joining us. I'm so glad to have you on my show. Oh, thank you so much, Bonnie, for having me. I'm really, really excited to be here today. 
Oh, excellent. Well, we're glad to have you here. All right. So we're, we're going to be having a conversation with money, but I'm always curious, you know, like what had you even begin a relationship and a career choice with money? Because we never start out necessarily in where we end up. So give us a little bit of the history of how you got involved in this. Yes. So um, I had my daughter late in life, and that was sort of the beginning um, of my journey into this whole new world um, for me at the time. Because I had, you know, pretty much before having my daughter, I had done all the things. You know, I had my career, I worked on Capitol Hill, um, I traveled, you know, I did all kinds, I was on television hosting shows, and I did all kinds of, of, of exciting things um, that you do when you, when you become an adult. And then all of a sudden, I became a mom. <laughs> and... <laughs> I realized I totally get that. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, oh, my goodness. Um, Okay. Um, Not only does she not come with, you know, the owner's manual, but I've got to get my money situation together. Because up until that point, really, I had just been surviving every, you know, best way that I could. I wasn't, you know, I didn't really grow up in a household where I learned about money. Um, And, you know, of course, they don't teach it in school. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I didn't, when I got my degree, it wasn't in finance or or business or anything like that. And so, um, you know, also, I would say as a, as a creative right brain person, um, I really just did not have a handle on my finances, which was okay when it was just me. But suddenly when it was my daughter, it became a whole new ball game. And so at that point, I just, I kind of, I remember making the decision, okay, money. I kind of felt like money was always chasing me like a boogeyman sort of thing. And I just kind of turned around and faced it, kind of facing your fear and saying, okay, what are you about anyway? What is it about you that I just can't figure out? And so at that point, I decided to, you know, pick up personal finance books and I can figure this out. I'm a smart woman, intelligent person. I can do this. And the, the, the books were great, but I still just did not have this connection, this relationship that we're, you know, that we're talking about here. And so I just thought, hmm. And at that point, I just kind of followed my intuition. I said, well, these books aren't working, but maybe if I go ahead and just maybe what I could do is read some books or quotes from people who are really great with money. What is it that they know that I don't know? What, how do they think? Specifically, my, my, my quest was, how do they think? And so that began, began my journey. And I think I read like maybe about 800 quotes and eventually formed some patterns and themes and realized, oh, this, this, this is actually, this conversation is actually a lot more than just about money. You know, the coins and the dollar bills. This goes a lot deeper than I really realized. Um, it, it really does, doesn't it? It does. It absolutely does. Um, It's funny. I joke because I say it led me to my kitchen cupboard because all these years I've had this quote in the inside of my of one of my kitchen cabinets that talks about how um, it's kind of the journey to our to our destiny. And it starts with our thoughts. Right. You know, be, be aware of your guard, your thoughts, because they become your you know, your words and guard your words because they become your actions and guard your actions because they become your habits and guard your habits because they become your character and guard your character because it becomes your destiny. And really, this is what I was really learning that that money had a lot to do with how I thought about money. And I had never even really 
stop to think, well, what do you think about money? What are your beliefs about money? And which beliefs are maybe standing in your way from allowing you to receive it, uh, Mm. to be close with it, to be intimate with it, to have a relationship with it? Yes. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Um, I think when you bring up money, it you know the reaction that people have, the emotional connection, good, bad, or indifferent that they have to money. Um, and it is. It's all something that it stems from early on, but it's not because it stemmed from a form of education around it. It was more of how other people thought about it, and so you kind of you transfer that pattern. Absolutely, and there's a lot of you know there's a lot of emotions around it. There's a shame. There's you know there's a lot. You know, I call it like the iceberg effect. You know, the practical side of money is that tip of the iceberg we can see above the water and that everyone else can see as well. But underneath that surface is this massive um, place, our subconscious, and and a lot of different areas um, that relate to money that we usually that kind of remain under the surface um, because we're just so busy in life and we're, you know, doing our thing and, and taking care of all, all our responsibilities. But if we find ourselves really stuck, that's usually we find it's kind of, we need to go deeper and, and go down. And yeah, yeah. I, I basically, um, eventually I ended up um, in my journey that that's basically how I ended up becoming a certified money coach. It really had to do with my daughter. So um, I ended up writing my book, Money Wings, um, Unfolding Your Financial Potential, One Brave Feather at a Time, on her birthday this last summer. And um, here's a picture, actually, of her with me in the book. Oh, how old is she now? So Delina is 11. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, she's 11. And um, this is the book. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have my copy. I'm reading it. Um, I'm loving it. And thank you for that. I mean, it was, it was, it was very valid to be coaching with you and, um, you know, just to work through some of my, you know, relationship with money because it, it was easy and hard at the same time. And I was in this constant battle of why is it easy to get and why is it hard to get? And at what point is it just going to stop being the battle of one or the other? And, you know, not be in that same thought process. So let me ask you this, Marlene. What, how do you define money? Like, what do you really use as a definition for that? It's, it's, it's interesting um, because the way that I um, approach money is from a, the perspective of financial self-care. And when I really, really look at money, and, and this may have a lot to do with my own perspective in life um, and my background, but I, you know, I... I'm a very spiritual person, and I also ended up getting my degree in religious education from Boston College because that's kind of where I thought I wanted to be in ministry. And and I did do that for quite a long time. After I left politics, (laughs) I went to ministry (laughs) um, after Capitol Hill. That was a cleansing. (laughs) 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 Um, And so, but what I've really learned about money is that really at the core And this is what I truly believe, that finances truly are a spiritual matter. Mm -hmm. Bottom line, in the end, that's truly how I see the whole world of money. And I see um, our our dynamics around it, our relationship with it. I really feel and believe that it has um, a real deep connection to to, uh, to our our spirit. Um, And 
and of course to our purpose and, and why we were meant to be here. Um, so there's definitely the practical aspect of it. There's, mm-hmm. there's the power of money and that alone is a subject all on its own, the power um, and the, the, the comfort or lack of comfort that we have with power. Um, but it's, so it's really, it's, it, and there's so much involved when we talk about power in terms of our, our choices that we make. And so we sometimes approach money feeling so powerless around it. And yet truly our power lies in the choices we make. And that's really mm-hmm. simply the bottom line, the choices we make. I know a lot of people talk about money as energy. And I think that's really helpful too. Um, I, I tend to like to talk about money as a tool for sure. It's, it's just, it's a tool. It's a powerful tool. Um, and so that, that's kind of how I tend to um, look at money. Mm. I know a lot of people see it as, um, you know, money is energy, just like anything. And, you know, how, and, and the ability to be able to manifest it um, as an energy. What's your take on that? Yeah, I absolutely agree. Like, I really feel that if we can connect into money as energy, I think that's really uh, useful and, and um, you know, and, and powerful. I, I think that, I think the main thing is, is that we, we tend to um, project so much onto money, mm-hmm. um, so much onto money, and we forget our own power. We forget that <laughs> we're the ones that are the power. We're the ones that are the presence. We are the ones that are the change makers and the doers and the, and the, the, the movers of the mountains. And yes, but the money's underneath our arm as our tool doing it. But sometimes I feel like there's um, so much that we put uh, on the money and it's really, it's, it's, we are the master of it, you know, and if, and, and I really love, that's why I love so much doing the work that I do is because it really comes down to the freedom and being free with money, um, not being a slave to it, but really being, you know, uh, kind of the boss, you know, mm-hmm. that, in that place. And really, I think uh, what it comes down to many times um, is, you know, growing into that place of being a full grown adult, right? Truly um, self-actualized when it comes to money versus coming at it from a more, you know, of a childish place, you know, childish is one thing, childlike is another. Um, And so I think um, that that also, there's a component of that as well, especially with women, you know, we tend to sometimes uh, rely on, you know, uh, others to, um, to get us to where we want to go sometimes, like with money, (laughs) when we have the power ourselves to get there. Um, that's that I think that's really true. I think that there's still a much bigger conversation with money and women. I think it's getting better and I think that it's evolving. Um, but I don't I don't think it's anywhere near where it could or should be. Yeah, I, I think that's why this is such an exciting time because Right now, especially in the world of um, entrepreneurship and in the online space, there are so many women um, really doing some great uh, work in the world and making some really great income as well uh, because of the gift of the Internet that we have today. But at the same time, um, to be able to uh, be in a place where you can 
hold on to that money that you make instead of uh, maybe self-sabotaging and losing it all, right? That's a very common uh, um, dynamic that goes on. And it's simply because it's not comfortable. It's not some, it's not a place that um, we necessarily know. And so if there's, there's a certain work that has to be done to be prepared and ready to create that level of income. And any of the women who are able to do that very successfully, and I think of, you know, celebrity women that we know, let's say, for example, Oprah, right? I mean, at each stage of the game, she had to be doing her own inner work. So really, oh, yeah. it, the journey has everything to do with personal development. It really does. And and it can be money or it can be around, let's just say you're trying to get a handle on your relationship to food or your relationship to other people or your relationship to work, whatever it may be. But it's all about, you know, that that personal growth, that development in our life, which I'm all about. <laughs> yeah. And, and listen, the relationship with money and the evolution that we need to have with it is only going to allow us to prosper more is what I believe. Um, I'm, I'm posting on Facebook right now um, and asking people, what is their relationship with money? Oh, that's great. Yeah. So you guys let me know that are watching. What is your relationship with money? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it, you know, some people say that money is the root of all evil. Some people say I, I don't have a relationship, which I think when we get to our next segment, I think Marlene is going to maybe add a little uh, information around that because the truth is that you do have a relationship with money. It's just kind of uncovering which one it is. And we're also going to talk about in this next segment, um, the different money archetypes that um, we kind of gravitate to. Uh, just like there's personality ones, there's one that's attached to money with us. And I found this process to be very, very interesting and so true um, and it did change the way I approached things based on understanding my two top money archetypes. Um, but not only that, it was also looking at the ones that were holding me back or holding on to more power than the positive ones, which led me to have that better understanding of that yin and yang relationship I had with money. It was either coming or there was none. It was feast or it was famine. Um, it was easy to get or it was hard to get. And when I kind of discovered my uh, money archetypes, I really saw that my ones that were not working for me were the ones that I needed to nurture. Because the ones that were working for me, I had already figured out. It's kind of like that same thing where it's like, go with your strengths, but be aware of your weaknesses. It was a big awareness of the weaknesses that I had around my relationship with money. So I'm excited to share that in this next segment. So don't go away. Um, for those of you that are on our live radio show on Voice America, thank you for joining me. We're going to take a quick break right now. And then for those of you that are with Facebook, um, you know, we don't go anywhere. We just hang out and you kind of get a little behind the scenes with me and Marlene. So stay with us. We're going to be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. 
Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions, to profits, to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My Favorite Coffee Story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Beauty Inside and Out. We are in Relationship Month, and we are talking about your beautiful relationship with money. And my guest is Marlene Elizabeth, and she is an author, a mompreneur, um, and she just recently wrote a book called Money Wings, um, and it, got, it just got released this summer uh, on her daughter's 11th birthday. Uh, so that was exciting for her. But not only that, Elizabeth and our, Marlene, Elizabeth and I were also co-authors in a book, uh, Empowering You, Transforming Lives, which just launched this last week. And we hit number one international bestseller, um, like in several countries, you yeah. know, obviously including the USA, but in several countries. So we hit that very high level of status. And it's a great great book that is kind of a daily inspiration and it's still available for you to get. Obviously you can get it in the downloadable or the Kindle version on Amazon. So you can just find it empowering you transforming lives. Um, the hard, uh, the hardback or the, the print book will be coming out in the next couple of weeks. I will have some on my website before the year is out. So I look forward to my hard copy and I hope you do too. It'll make a great Christmas present if that's um, something you're interested in. But Marlene, okay, so we're, we're going back to um, the relationship with money. And we talked about it in this first segment of just, you know, how some people have some people feel about money and some people think that it's good or evil or some people have no issues with it or they don't think they have a relationship with it. And we're, we're going to argue that point here a little bit. So let's talk about kind of that, that evolution then of that relationship with money and the different money archetypes that are out there. Well, and you know, Bonnie, you know, I remember 
a time, of course, in my life as well, when I would sometimes hear other people talk about a relationship to money or a relationship with money. And I thought, what? <laughs> how can, how do you have a relationship with something that's um, in an inanimate object, <laughs> you know? And so I get it. I, I really get it. It, it. And it does take that, uh, that evolution. It does take that, um, that kind of that inner exploration um, it, around this topic. And so, um, along the journey, um, as I started working as a certified money coach, um, a lot of what I also work with with my clients is helping them as they develop the language to talk about their relationship to money. We talk about their money types. And so there's basically eight money types. And these are um, created by um, the founder of the Money Coaching Institute, which mm-hmm. is where I was trained. That's uh, Deborah Price's um, institute. And so she created these um, eight archetypes. And so, and the, the best way to look at them is that um, you consider the kind of picture a stage. So when you show up in your relationship to money, you can show up in any one of these eight archetypes. Um, and, but they're all you. And so there is the uh, magician, there's the warrior, there's the fool. Uh, there's the victim, the innocent, and there's the tyrant, um, there's the creative artist, and I believe I got them all. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, so I'm missing one. There's also the, um, okay, it'll come to me. But um, so, But as we talk about these archetypes, what happens is, is that each one of these archetypes has their own distinct qualities and characteristics. Um, and you can always tell when you're, let's say, having a conversation with someone about money um, and your language, the words you use, your experience, it can really show you in which archetype that you're showing up, mm-hmm. which archetype is taking the center stage mm-hmm. um, in your relationship to money. And the rest are kind of in the background, but that, that archetype or multiple archetypes are kind of center stage. And so here's where I was talking about earlier about the power of our choice. And that is, is that first of all, the first step is just being aware that this dynamic is even going on, mm-hmm. that you can talk about your relationship to money in terms of these archetypes and then identify and, and be aware and recognize who's showing up. Which part of your relationship to money is showing up in in your interaction with it? Um, and so that's that's um, yeah that's that's uh, really helpful when we're doing money coaching. Yes, I I um I loved that part of the opportunity to be able to coach with you and to be able to read the, that section in your book. Um, and I and I'm very clear that I had a lot of magician in me, but like I had shared in the first segment, it was the the victim and the fool that were kind of behind the curtain, still calling the shots while I was on the stage, you know, playing the magician and being powerful in in my way, and then kind of like it was like my self doubt. They were back there being like my self doubt. And oh no, don't don't ask. They're going to say no, or, or you know, who do you think you are? You don't deserve that. Um, that type of conversation that I think we are unconsciously and subconsciously having with ourselves, 
and not realizing it. And I think that these archetypes really brought it to life for me that it's like, what conversation am I really having in these moments? Oh, it's, it's really powerful. And the eighth one is the martyr. Oh, the uh, martyr. Yes. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, I had the martyr that, showing up. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, and it, and it is. It, it really, again, we're talking about putting the power back into your hands, right? It's one of the powerful ways that you, this is a powerful tool. When you're able to understand each one of these archetypes in depth and in detail, and then really kind of see how they show up, then you can determine if that's okay or not okay. You can say, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? That's the innocent coming up. And I know why, because of, and it usually leads back to our money story, mm-hmm. um, which is a, another big component of money coaching, um, is really taking time to discover and explore your money story. Mm-hmm. Um, but mainly what you really want to do is when you show up in your relationship to money, what will serve you the most is showing up as the warrior and showing up as the magician, and showing up as the creative artist. Those are really the three uh, ways um, that really will serve you uh, when you're in, you know, um, interacting with money in any way, shape, or form. Um, the others tend to be the saboteurs. Um, when we come into a relationship with money and we're an innocent around it, that's kind of the head in the sand. That's kind of the experience of feeling very overwhelmed. That's the feeling of don't want to see, don't want to hear, don't, you know, just I don't want to deal with it. Um, If you show up as a victim, that tends to be a lot of, there tends to be a lot of anger and and a sense of powerlessness, uh, Mm -hmm. kind of like, well, whatever I do, it's not going to work anyway. So that's it, right? Um, You know, the martyr is really kind of overextending themselves. There's real no sense of boundaries with martyrs. Um, and tyrants, you know, um, it's, 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 a, it's a real kind of controlling kind of energy. But again, you know, we don't just, we're not born with these kinds of dynamics in our relationship to money. I mean, we inherited them. And then over time, when we start to understand what's kind of um, hijacking our relationship to money, then we can do something about it. Mm-hmm. So it's really yeah. important to, yeah, um, to, to do these deep dives. Oh, yeah. And listen, there was some deep dives that I did. And, you know, it was because I'm a coach as well. It, it, it's easy for me to understand the process to go down and do those deep dives. Um, but it is, it's still, it's still very, you have to be very vulnerable to kind of really take that on. And, and one of the things that um, Marlene did in our process was to really look at that relationship that I had with money to how I was brought up around money, you know, the relationship with my father and the relationship with my mother to money and, um, and how much that impacted and affected the success and the, and the, you know, the, the, the failure of it, you know, when it, when it was, when it showed up and when I made it go away. Um, so that was really, really interesting. I want to share some of the things that people shared on Facebook. Um, Hi, Robin. It, Robin says that her first thought is love, although she says, you know what, I don't know what my relationship is, but the first thing I'm going to say is love. Right. And um, all right, we got, yeah, uh, frustration, um, uh, love, spiritual, I, I added spiritual on there too. And so continue to keep sharing with us what your relationship to money is. 
um, and we will continue to uh, share with you what Marlene's philosophy is here in her coaching strategies to being able to help you understand having that better relationship with money. All right, Marlene, where do you want to go from here? So we talked about the archetypes and we talked about how there's the the powerful ones that you want to have that energy of. And then there's the saboteurs that are kind of behind the scenes. And, and I, I, that was, you know, that was, I totally got that. I think that, I think that when we push ourselves to be great, it's kind of, it's the shadow is still falling, following us and preventing us from having that ultimate greatness in it. So when we can do that deep dive and look at those other ones around us, it, it makes an impact on why we haven't had maybe this a good or great relationship with money. Yeah, you know, I like to say that, you know, the journey um, to greatness, you know, is a lot of winning and learning, winning and learning, winning mm-hmm. and learning. And, um, and it couldn't be, you know, more true than when it comes to our relationship to money. And I know that um, it's also really helpful when you understand when you're talking about your relationship to money to also understand the there's four distinct relationships to it in terms of when we're talking about money in the brain. Um, there's a whole lot of wonderful new um, scientific research, neuroscientific research yeah. around how our brain works, right? And it really informs this conversation beautifully, beautifully um, around mm-hmm. money. And so when we um, look at money, we can also look at it from the perspective of the fact that we have, so I said, four distinctive uh, relationships to it. One, instinctive. We have an instinctive relationship to money. We have an emotional relationship to money. We have a practical relationship to money. And we have a spiritual relationship to money. And what's interesting is when you kind of break down these four distinct um, pieces, they are located in different parts of our brain. So the practical piece is always, of course, going to be in our left side of our brain. That's the logical, structured, order, knows time, you know, knows um, structure and, and all that. But emotions and spirituality and, you know, intuition, I mean, all that is on our right side of the brain. Um, and yet, oftentimes we live in a society that is very um, sometimes left-sided <laughs> mm-hmm. and sometimes um, not so comfortable with the creative side, the emotional side. Although, again, the internet is changing all of that, which is really exciting. So, so exciting. There's kind of a rise of the right right brain, I think, going on right now um, in the world. And because there's all these connections. And um, so it's really important that when you're talking about your relationship to money, it's also important to understand um, kind of the, you know, the side of, of money and the brain as well. Um, and understanding that uh, piece is is really life changing. And is there a way in your coaching process to be able to kind of help somebody understand where they might be lying within these four distinctive relationships? Well, usually what we do is when we the first step we do is we start with the money story, and when we go there, then we can really kind of get a sense as to which one of those are showing up. So like, for example, if there's, um, if there's a lot of lack of kind of choices and intention around the relationship to money, then there's probably more of an instinctual kind of, um, kind of weighted mm-hmm. uh, energy going on. And to be honest, really, 
so many of us still operate in that ex- instinctive level with money where we're just wired for to react. And also that's the place in our brain where we're wired for desire. So there's kind of, it's just kind of this instinct, right? But being able to shift into the intentional piece, that's where we, that's really what money coaching is all about, is being able to be much more intentional and aware as to how we're engaging. Um, and so, but we do do a lot of work around the emotional piece. Um, and that can be really, that can be pretty scary sometimes, especially um, when, you know, as strong, independent women, we tend to not really be connected sometimes to our emotions. And especially, and this is a big topic as well, when it comes to money and our relationship with money, the impact of abuse. Um, the impact of abuse on our financial freedom is also a huge area that is, um, is, is, is just, I think, just being explored, just right, we're just kind of scratching the surface of that mm-hmm. right now. And that is a real big conversation, especially, you know, for women um, and abuse of all, of all forms, you know, subtle or just overt and all that. So, um, so that's also a big piece. But working around the emotional piece is, is big when we're, when we're doing our money coaching. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's far more emotional than I think people give it credit for. Even the practical people, they learned to be practical with it and not have that intuitive or emotional side show up. But there's that value in having the balance of it. Yes, and especially for women, because when you're looking at the brain, a woman's brain is designed differently than a man's brain. And that's great because they complement each other, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in a man's brain, that emotional, you know, the emotional pathways, uh, it's just, it's literally physically not there. But for women, you know, women have, a, 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 it's like, it's like the LA, for, you know, freeway. It's just, it's very, very active. Whereas for a man, it literally is like a country road, just a one lane country road. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's very it departmentalized. Really <laughs> it really is. Right. And so, and there's value to that because, you know, for focus, that's very important. And, and also, you know, for structure and, and step, you know, kind of a system systems and things like that. And yet we can't neglect or ignore this whole other beautiful side, beautiful side, the feminine side of money. Mm. So, um, because there is a masculine and a feminine side to it. And, and sometimes we need to understand how to be able to adapt to both of those, um, you know, and depending on the, depending on, you know, the energy and the situation that we may be in, we might have to be adapting to both of those. We're going to take a, another quick break here. Um, but when we come back for our final segment, I, the couple of the questions that I'm very curious about, especially since we're, we're talking about money and the relationship with women and money is I, I want to hear from Marlene, you know, to define the under-earning um, philosophy. And then, of course, I want to be able to hear some strategies that we can take on as women to be able to have more of that instinctive um, and spiritual power um, to money. And then, of course, Marlene has a very special offer that she's going to share with you at the end of this next segment as well. So don't go away. Stay with us. And remember, if you are uh, not following me on my Facebook um, pages or Instagram, please do. It's um, You can go to at Beauty Inside and Out Show or at Bonnie Bondadeo, either one of them. And that's going to keep you abreast to what's going on and also some of the special promotions that my guests are offering so that in case you can't take advantage of them right away, you can still take advantage of them later because they're going to be posted up on my site, bonniebonadeo.com. 
uh, slash free dash gifts. So stay with us. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert, Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment and community for the aftermath, emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Beauty Inside and Out. My guest, Marlene Elizabeth, she's the author of Money Wing. She's also the co-author of Empowering You, Transforming Lives, um, which, again, still ties back to money. Um, she is an amazing money coach and um, has really worked with people of all levels. She said, you said that you worked with a lot of creative artists because as entrepreneurs, we kind of are focused on what we do best and maybe not focused on that connection or that relationship to money, which I, I can say is true in a lot of cases with the people that I'm coaching as well. They have it, great. Um, if they don't, they really don't know how to let go of what might be stopping them from have it in order to have a different relationship with it. Um, I, some people probably don't know this, but you know, there was a point where I was working for manufacturers and beauty and traveling all over the place. And I just was over being on the road. I mean, I was seriously living on American airlines and holiday inns. And um, so I decided, you know, I wanted to stop. I wanted to try something different. And I got my license in all money categories. And so I was like a financial advisor for a couple of years um, while I was transitioning. And most of that knowledge I did take back to the beauty industry. So I helped salons 
and um, individuals be able to create 401k plans and IRAs so that they could develop that relationship with money and be able to have some retirement going into it. And although everything I learned in regards to that very practical training, um, I am a creative artist at heart and I could not stay in that industry for very long because it was, it was too confined and too regulated and uh, not as much fun for me. So I did end up going back into beauty, but I'm grateful for that knowledge. Although I got to tell you that that was just all practical knowledge. The time that I spent with Marlene as a money coach um, was knowledge that I saw immediate results of and I saw Um, an opportunity for me to shift in the way that I'm doing business so that I can prosper um, personally and professionally. So thank you for that, Marlene. Oh, thank you, Bonnie. And I have to say that one of the qualities that, um, that, uh, uh, my clients have that really helped to create that success is that courage to be honest and you demonstrated that again and again and again that courage just to be honest not with me but with yourself you know with ourselves that's 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 a real big um yeah yeah, piece of it yeah there is no sense lying to yourself (laughs) it doesn't it doesn't serve you well at all so I I did I had I had to buckle down I had to do the work um but I found it fascinating and I found it interesting and I found it quite a bit of a relief that um, that try, that try, that you have to work hard to make money. You have to try really hard to make money. I found that release in letting go of that archaic philosophy. Do I still work hard? Absolutely. Do I attach working hard to making money? Not, not anymore. You know, I love to work hard. I love to do what I'm doing. I don't attach it to that forcefulness of making money which again, you know, was part of my story. And I think it's a part of a lot of women's stories. So let's, let's talk about, um, in our final segment here, let's talk about that under-earning and what are some tips that you can share with, um, with us. And, you know, maybe exclusively to women, but I think this is a general conversation that it would benefit anybody yeah. of how we, can, how we can improve this process for ourselves. Well, you know, and I will say that one of the most, um, oh gosh, pioneers in the whole area of overcoming under-earning, um, if you haven't already heard of her, is Barbara Stanny. She, mm-hmm. yeah, she's, she's just done some phenomenal work around this topic. And it is an important topic um, because, and yet, what, here's what's really interesting about it. Under-earning is actually not even a word in the dictionary, <laughs> Mm. it's it's amazing right that it's not even a word in the dictionary and words are powerful right to be able to define something and to so um yeah this whole area of under earning um i would i I definitely highly recommend if you if you don't already know barbara stanny definitely check out some of her books because she specifically um has built her whole work around that but um just in general um, yeah, it's, it's really, it's something that, um, women really, um, find a, a challenge because of, of, there's so many dynamics, you know, around it. Um, but, but one of the dynamics that really, um, that really makes it hard is that there's no conversation. Women find it really hard to talk about money, like the trust mm-hmm. and just to be able to 
because, and also the shame around it again. I mean, shame really can hold us back. Um, And for those of you who may also know another person who does a lot of work around vulnerability and shame, Brene Brown. Yeah, she's awesome. He really does. And that guilt, that guilt and that shame that we have for being maybe a working mother and then not taking care of our family and, you know, that we should be home. We should, we, but we can't afford to be home. I mean, it's, it's constant. Yeah. The, the comparisonitis, you know, it's like we're, 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 we get, we can get really caught up in looking at what everyone else is doing and what's going on with them instead of just kind of staying our path and, and trusting, you know, um, but you know, and what you were saying earlier too, Bonnie, about this sense of, I have to work really hard for money. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, um, I was talking to a client recently where we, she put up her spreadsheet um, because I was kind of showing her how she could track her money in a very simple way. Nothing that's that's overwhelming, but that every time a little bit of money comes in, she can put it right there. And then on the bottom, it slowly starts to show her how she's, um, you know, reaching her goal for the month. And so, you know, until it gets down to zero. And we recently had a, a call and she was saying, you know, I'm looking at my numbers and I really have to take it in that that's my number. I can't believe I actually made that much. And this is what she said. I don't even feel like I worked that hard to make mm-hmm. that money. Like, I don't even feel like. So that's the place where we want to be. And a lot of that has to do with knowing what our gifts and strengths are, knowing where we are, you know, what we're great at doing and knowing what we're not so great at doing, um, you know, um, but but really just knowing that we have this incredible financial potential to thrive, but we really need the support around us, the tools and the resources around us to do it. Um, it's not a solo journey. It is de- And money, interesting when we go back to the definition of money, money, I think by definition, is not a solo journey. It changes hands. It's a value exchange. Mm. So money by definition is a relationship. It's like don't hang on to it. Yes. It doesn't do you any good to hang on to it. You have to keep it flowing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's, 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 it is a relationship. And so it is really important to reach out for support. Um, absolutely. When it comes to um, getting to that place where you're ready to be brave and to stop under earning, you're ready to claim your value. You're ready to claim and stand in your worth and stand in your gifts not perfect, not per, not perfectly, mm-hmm. but with excellence. Yeah, because there's no such thing as perfect, but there is excellence. Yeah, yeah, and and that and and that you know that's 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 a process. Yes, that absolutely is. You know, because perfection is one of the reasons why people probably don't have a good relationship with money, is because yeah. they're expecting things to be perfect prior to making or achieving these particular goals and everything. And, um, you know, I think the people that I've really admired, I've admired them because they have, um, I'll use the word intuitive. They just have this intuitiveness about themselves that um, what they desire comes to them, whether that's money, business, um, new opportunities. And, um, And I've really observed the way that they are and interact with, you know, with themselves and others to be able to have that. And it's, it's certainly something admirable and uh, admired in here. Um, Marlene, will you share with us? Cause I know that you have an opportunity for our guests to be able to get something free 
um, from you. And then also be sure to share with us where we can get your book. Yes. Well, as a matter of fact, so what I'd love to offer to everyone who's joined us today is I'd love for you to be able to um, download a free chapter of my book, Money Wings. Hmm. And you can do that at growmoneywings.com. But with every download, you have the opportunity to win a uh, free private money coaching session with me. And the value of the session is $150. So all you have to do is just download your free chapter of Money Wings and kind of get a taste of the book itself. I would love for you to purchase it as well. But sometimes it's nice just to get a a sample of it and see if if it's something that you really feel could serve you. And then win the opportunity um, uh, to be able to have a free money coaching session with me. Oh, yeah, do it, everybody, do it. (laughs) Download it, get your book, get in there. I mean, just even one session might make an enormous impact, but it also might make you realize that you have so much more potential in you and making the investment in yourself is going to be a great way to find that. So it was uh, growmoneywings.com. GrowMoneyWings.com. Yep. That's how you're going to be able to access it. I'll also put it up on my website as well. So you can go on to BonnieBonadeo.com slash free dash gifts. And the link will be there as well for you to be able to do that in case you forget that. Um, but uh, Marlene, thank you. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you for continuing to uh, support me in, in a great relationship with money. Um, and I can't wait to share with you some of the things that are going on next year due to the time that we've spent together um, this year um, and everything that's kind of come into place uh, and ah, just thrilled and excited. And obviously the book launch that we just did together was one of them, but the speaking opportunities and everything else that I've received going into this next year just are amazing. And I'm excited about that. Um, all right, everybody, we're going to continue, continue this relationship with money. Um, and we're going to continue the relationship with relationships. So, uh, next week, I'm kind of I'm going to be kind of recapping a little bit of uh, that relationship that you desire, maybe with a personal person, and that relationship with money and how to be able to access that, um, and how if you're an entrepreneur or you're an independent contractor or you're in the business. Um, for yourself, how to be able to have that relationship with you first so that you can connect with others and have that very powerful opportunity to transfer what you do best to them. And that, of course, translates into money and success and being able to live the life that we live. And then, of course, we're going to close out the month with a good, healthy dose of conversation with Felicia Stoller, um, who is a nutritionist, because at that point, we're going to need a good, healthy conversation on our health. Um, So in the meantime, everybody, uh, thank you for joining me. And remember to always be you and beauty. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.